Welcome to Making Art Work, produced by the Arts Administration Program at Lemoyne College in Syracuse, New York. I'm Travis Newton, your host and director of the program. Today's guest is Stephen Butler, Executive Director of CNY Arts, which promotes, supports, and celebrates arts and culture in central New York. Prior to leading CNY Arts, Stephen worked in New York City with multiple organizations, including Manhattan Theatre Club, the Hudson Guild Theatre, and Creative Alternatives of New York. He also served as Director of Membership and Programs for the Alliance of Resident Theatres New York. Steve returned to Central New York mid-career and earned his Master's in Public Administration at the Maxwell School at Syracuse University. Prior to assuming his current role at CNY Arts, he was Executive Director of the Mental Health Association of Onondaga County. Stephen Butler, welcome to Lemoyne College and Making Art Work. Thank you. Good morning. So, CNY Arts, which was previously called Cultural Resources Council of Onondaga, um, was founded in 1957. Is that right? Yes. That particular incarnation was 1957. So, you've been around for quite a while, and you have a lot going on these days. I'm going to try to list just a few of the things that the organization is working on. Um, You provide financial support through various grant programs. You produce your own events. You run a comprehensive online calendar of arts events around central New York, and you advocate for the arts on the state and national level. And so I guess my question for you is, how do you juggle all of that and keep all of those wheels turning on a continual basis? Well, uh, you know, you, that's a good question because what, you're really, what you've really described is the role of many arts councils both across the state and also across the nation. Um, And so a lot of it really boils down to, uh, you know, the vision and core values of the organization and then the staff and the board working together to make sure that there's equity in the programs that you're running. Um, I'm fortunate to have a wonderful staff and a very supportive board. Um, And sometimes we do wonder, you know, how we're doing it all. And sometimes you have to uh, look at projects that are enticing and so worthwhile and just say, we don't have the capacity to do this. Put it, put it on the calendar for, you know, another year. And how difficult is that process, you know, looking at, because I'm sure you're confronted with many, you know, exciting possibilities of different projects and different initiatives that you could jump in on. How difficult is it to, to look at something and, and say, no, we just, we're not at a place right now where we can tackle that. Uh, I think it's emotionally difficult because, as I said, a lot of what's being offered is so tantalizing. But truthfully, you know, with a good strategic plan um, and adhering to that strategic plan, you know, not putting it up on a shelf really helps. So, for instance, when I came to what was then the Cultural Resources Council, we decided that our core business was uh, finding funds and redistributing them uh, to the community. We were in the middle of a recession. That really seemed to be a core business. And then we looked at all else that the Arts Council was doing at that time and decided there would be sort of three prongs. One would be this core business of delivering funds. Another would be community-based program programming. So we held on to three sort of programs that had an arts education from K through 12, and then even adults. And then, you know, that we were really to be here as advocates, whether that's promoting through marketing, arts and culture, or being down at the state talking about funding 
uh, coming from the state up into the county. And you mentioned earlier your um, your board of directors. What is your what is the makeup of the board of directors? Where do they come from? What what backgrounds? You know, do they have? And and what are you looking? You know, down the road in terms of where the board of directors is going in terms of their um, their makeup and and sort of their you know their backgrounds. Well. Uh- Another really good question because the board, you know, the board boards do evolve right along with organizations, or they should. When I came to uh, CMI Arts at that time, called the CRC, uh, the board was really functioning as a kitchen cabinet and it was very small. There were only about five hmm. five board members, and the first people that came on the board in the first couple of years I was there actually came from academia, and I think they sort of looked at the Arts Council as uh, well, it was sort of a learning laboratory, mm-hmm. and it was scholarship in action. The Arts Council, you know, organizations have life cycles, and the Arts Council was at a place where y- you would say that it was in decline. And at that point, there's either a revitalization or often, you know, a termination. Right. And I think that our uh, original uh, set of board members looked at this as an opportunity to do some experimenting and see if this organization could be revitalized. And at what point um, did the board and yourself come to the realization that, yes, we will re- revitalize CRC and, and become something slightly different and, and new versus going away? Well, uh, I took the position because there had actually been uh, a, a sort of survey of the field. And what came back was at least particularly with smaller and mid-sized organizations, that they believed that the Arts Council either did or could have a strong role in supporting their efforts. So I think at that moment when they actually began a search for uh, a new full-time executive director, they already, those that were on the board already knew that this organization could, you know, be revitalized. Now, um, it was only through the strategic planning process that we really shed a lot of uh, programs that had been going on there. Some of that was just financial necessity in the middle of the recession. Mm-hmm. And some of it was, you know, philosophical, sort of establishing a new set of core values. Um, now, I think we're at a point and serving six counties, so we've just grown we've we've actually doubled in size right uh you know i think the board is looking to involve much more of the business community and community leaders in the work that we're trying to accomplish so looking outside of the arts community and and engaging the broader community in in what you're doing yes absolutely so speaking of your the six counties that you now serve um Engage CNY was a year-long process that CNY Arts led that um, that led to a six-county arts and cultural plan that was aimed at boosting regional vitality and basically, you know, attracting more visitors to the region and showing that we have a vibrant cultural community here in central New York and beyond central New York. Um, this was New York State's first regional cultural plan. And it was funded by a state regional economic development council grant. And so, my question for you is: How did Central New York and CNY Arts? How were you chosen to lead this effort um, as the first regional cultural plan in the state? 
I wonder if chosen is the correct word. <laughs> <laughs> it could just be that it sort of fell to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, uh, seriously, there were several things going on simultaneously. One was that we were just finishing uh, a strategic planning process, actually our second one in 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 four years, mm. because we had sort of chewed through the first one and realized we had to now – you know, our first one was such a short-term effort uh, or goals. We'd shoot through that, and now we were looking really for the longer term. At the same time that was going on, the New York State Council on the Arts came to us and said, would you consider contracting with additional counties? And um, I don't know if we've talked about this, you and I, before, but uh, at one point we were doing different regrant programs in up to 11 counties. Wow. Either for the state or for the New York Foundation for the Arts. Mm-hmm. But finally, it solidified on these six counties. And the strategic planner said, you know, before you establish a whole cadre of services uh, and programs, although you could probably intuitively guess that, you know, they all need more money, et cetera, et cetera, you really should assess what's going on in the field to help you with your programming. While that was taking place, uh, Steamway Arts had gotten involved in Onondaga County with a, with a project called uh, IDEAS, the initiative, initiative to Develop and Engage Audiences in Syracuse, with a consortium of uh, local funders. And from that process, a calendar had been created, a social marketing system, really, which we, in the strategic planning, realized could be employed regionally and right. probably would be better if it was employed regionally. So we actually came up with this idea of the regional assessment and the cultural plan and applied to the Regional Economic Development Council. So we actually, you know, went in uh, for this plan. And then we began, you know, an advocacy effort talking to the State Council of the Arts and members of the Regional Economic Development Council about why we believe this was a priority for Central New York, which is because uh, we really believe that arts and culture – is part of, you know, vitalizing our region. And actually, although many individual artists and organizations operate independently, if you harness the power of all of those people, you actually have a pretty robust industry. And how has the the business community, sort of the non-arts business community, because arts organizations are businesses too, we should note that, but the non-arts businesses that were part of this uh, planning process, how have they sort of interacted with the plan and what kind of feedback have you gotten from that community about this idea of boosting economic and other forms of vitality through the arts? Well, the business communities responded uh, in a in a really active way. We created a leadership advisory council and part of this assessment was uh, you know, distributing electronically and through hard copy both in English and in Spanish, a survey to the general public. And this leadership advisory council that was really made up of uh, businessmen, uh, community leaders, um, we asked them to push that survey out. And we got over 7,000 responses, which for six counties for an arts and entertainment survey is pretty a pretty healthy yeah. response. And then after all the data was processed and aggregated – Um, This same group came back in a summit and said, okay, looking at all this data and looking at our own agendas for our own industries, our own communities, how can arts and culture work 
with us or how could they help us with our goals? Mm -hmm. So if you're a mayor of a city and you are interested in Main Street revitalization, well, there's a role for arts and culture, both individual artists in galleries as well as organizations drawing people uh, to your downtown for performances in the evening. So it becomes a mutually beneficial endeavor. Yes, and I, I think it also was very good for the arts community as citizens uh, to recognize that they have a role in other agendas. And I think that the business community uh, was uh, happy to you know, have these questions put to them as opposed to, you know, often in the not-for-profit community, it's about the relationship is about can you support us, can you support our our program, can you support our operation? And this was really about mutually beneficial goals. Right. So you've talked about strategic planning a couple of times in our conversation already uh, in in the framework of CNY Arts and, and your strategic plan. And you mentioned the fact that you had a strategic plan that lasted a couple of years and really you needed to go back and readdress um, you know, that plan and sort of adjust to changing circumstances. Why do you think strategic plans are getting shorter and shorter in arts organizations? I wonder if strategic plans are getting shorter across the boards because I think that the environment changes so rapidly um, that there's a recognition that these, you know, five or ten-year plans have to have space in them to look at them every couple of years and go, okay, well, this, this, and this has changed, and that's really going to change either our goal or our priority um, because, you know, whether it's, you know, an economic downturn or upturn or, you know, some other uh, aspect of the environment that changes things. And I, I suspect that um, everyone has is learning that uh, keeping a certain nimbleness mm -hmm. uh, to your organization to be able to cope with these rapid changes that have been occurring. Um, and also, you know, that could be demographic shifts and how people, you know, get their information. I mean, there's just all kinds of things that are changing at a very rapid clip. Um, and so that really requires that strategically – your, pl your plan is strategic enough that you can change it as you need to as you go along. Right. Part of what CNY Arts does is facilitate conversations among arts organizations and between arts organizations and non-arts entities, sort of the, you know, the non-arts businesses that we were just talking about. What are some of the challenges that come along that are sort of inherent in that facilitative role that CNY Arts plays in the community? Well, uh, I think the first thing that popped into my head when you asked this question was language, mm -hmm. because I think often uh, two well-meaning groups come together, but they're not speaking the same language. Mm. So I'll give you a for instance. I served on the, the first panel for <clears throat> the uh, New York State Council of the Arts when it got some regional economic, economic development planning funds. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the applications that came in really were about arts education. Right. And I think, and I, and I understood it. Intuitively, I understood that if you are doing a better job of educating our youth and all of what we know that arts brings to our youth in terms of creative problem solving and analytical thinking and team building and all of these and 
public speaking, all of these things that the arts can really bring to the table, that if you're building a better workforce, that ultimately you're helping the economy. But truthfully, the Economic Development Council grants were about regional priorities for the economy. And I don't think that the arts community really necessarily had that language. Mm. And I don't know that the business community could really see the long-term uh, uh, formula that the arts community was offering as part of the solution. Right. And they both had, um, they both were, had points, you know, or, or goals that were worthwhile. It was just about figuring out a way to meld those together. And how difficult was that? And how long did it take to sort of get everyone speaking the same language? Um, well, I think that's still an ongoing dialogue. <laughs> yeah. I think it just, I think it always will be. And I think that, you know. You mean you haven't solved all the world's problems? <laughs> not even. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure I've solved, you know, anyone's, anyone's issues. But we try to, you know, unless being available to be supportive is, is a solution. You know, I'm not, I think that's really our role. And managing uncertainty. I think that at least um, some of the things that happened were a conversation about tourism, cultural mm -hmm. tourism, um, and uh, workforce development, and job retention. And I think that uh, the arts community, as well as the other communities, uh, business communities and government, came together around that. I think for the arts community, we don't ever want to lose sight of the fact that the arts should be entertaining, so we really shouldn't be so highfalutin that you participate in the arts but you're not entertained or can't be entertained. Right. But that arts are really more than, you know, we're not making widgets. We're making experiences mm -hmm. and memories, mm -hmm. and some of those experiences are transformative. Yeah. And so if you get totally focused on economic development and job retention and are we bringing tourists into the region, you can lose sight of that. And uh, so that's, I think, an ongoing dialogue. But around those, those things that I've just mentioned, I think there's a lot of agreement that certainly agencies want, you know, to be at capacity with well-trained arts administrators that are going to stay in the region and with their company. Absolutely. And so. And contribute to the you know, economic and cultural vitality of central New York. That's right. Uh, the more people that are drawn out to attend an event, well, then they're buying gas, they're paying possibly for parking, they're hiring babysitters, they've perhaps bought clothes, uh, a new outfit for their mm -hmm. evening out. Uh, they're going to go to dinner. They're going to stop afterwards for coffee. There's a whole uh, uh, set of, of peripheral spending items that go along with attending events. Absolutely. And those are important for our economy. Well, this is – I could go on for days, but, you know, the, our time is up, Stephen, and I want to thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, for more information about CNY Arts, visit cnyarts.org. Or to access their online arts calendar, visit gotocnyarts.org. Yes, please visit the calendar. There's a lot of um, incredible activity happening here. And if, if you're bored in central New York, then you're just not looking around to see what else is going on. That's correct. You can find out what's happening in six counties on the calendar. Great. 
Making Artwork is produced by the Arts Administration Program at Lemoyne College in Syracuse, New York, with support provided by the Department of Communication and Film Studies and WLMU Radio, as well as our broadcast partner, WCNY Classic FM. Our theme song was written by Lemoyne College music faculty member Edward Rahalski and performed by the Bang on a Can All-Stars. For more information about arts administration at Lemoyne, visit lemoyne.edu slash artsadmin or follow us on Twitter at LMCArtsADMN. I'm your host, Travis Newton, hoping you'll join us again next time on Making Art Work.